Welcome back to the JDFP podcast. I am your host, James Dignan, and it is July 19, 2021. Happy Monday. Yes, that means it is once again Mock Draft Monday. Today we'll be drafting from one of my least favorite spots, a seventh overall pick, because it was requested in the TikTok comment section. And we'll be diving right in after a word from one of today's sponsors. That's right. You heard me correctly. We have a second sponsor on the podcast now because of all your support on here and on TikTok lately. Don't want to make this too long-winded, but the sponsor that has been added is Symbol. They're a sports stock market where you can buy and trade shares of your favorite sports teams. You don't actually own a piece of the Jets if you were to buy their stock, but using the Jets as an example, you could buy the, a share of the Jets for $42. And every time that they win a game, you get 50 cents. If they win six games next year, you would make $3. And let's say Zach Wilson looks great, Salah looks good. The demand for the Jets will go up. Supply will stay the same. The price of the Jets will rise. And if you were to sell them after next year, and let's say they're 52, between the money you got for the wins and the money that you got from the price appreciation, you'd make $13. If you're interested and buying and trading shares of your favorite sports teams, check out the Symbol sign-up link in my bio on TikTok or Instagram. Let's get into today's mock draft. All right, now we're getting into what you came here for. Today's mock draft will be 12 teams, half PPR format. We're drafting 7th overall, as mentioned. I really don't like drafting from the spot because the, the safe running backs like McCaffrey, Cook, Henry, Kamara, they're not as safe as years past. The safest ones, in my eyes, are CMC and Cook. But you don't always get, I don't always get guys that I'm comfortable with because I like Taylor and I like Chubb. But the more that I've done research into, you know, the fact that the Colts re-signed Marlon Mack when they didn't need to and, you know, seeing how well Kareem Hunt played down the stretch last year, I there there's just some more red flags as I've done more research, which has made me more hesitant to pull a trigger on a running back at this spot. But in this draft, I do get someone I'm comfortable with. The first six picks went Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Saquon Barkley, and Tyree Kill, meaning that Ezekiel Elliott is on the board. I don't think he's the Ezekiel Elliott of the past in real life, but for fantasy. Because he has the volume and he's in such an amazing offense, he will be a top fantasy running back this year. So I'm taking Zeke, seventh overall. Very comfortable with that pick. Eighth went Adams, then Taylor, Chubb, Kelsey, and Aaron Jones to round out the first. Then Stefan Diggs, Austin Eckler, Cam Akers, Calvin Ridley, and DK Metcalf in the second. Now I'm up with the sixth pick in the second round. Usually, I aim for Ridley here, but as mentioned, he's off the board. Also, if you hear me take pauses, I am sick, but I wanted to deliver on the podcast, so have to take breaks, getting out of breath, just talking. But we're powering through. The wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins. I have no shares of DeAndre Hopkins this year, even though I'm not actively avoiding him. See, Justin Jefferson is here, but I feel like that's a bit of a reach. Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, Najee Harris, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. See, this is why I don't really like this spot, because I'm not, I'm not taking Mixon. 
I'm not super comfortable with Gibson or Najee Harris. Clyde I like, but I feel like it's a little early. Hopkins and Brown, for whatever reason, I'm a little uncomfortable with them. Jefferson, I would take Michael Thomas over him, but I think I could get Thomas back in the third. So it's going to be a running back. It's not going to be Mixon. It's either going to be Gibson, Najee, or Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And you know, when you believe in a player and you don't think he's going to come back to you, or really in this spot, the two guys I want are Clyde and Michael Thomas. That's who I want the most. And I think it's less likely that Clyde will be there since he's a running back. Tough spot to be in. Do I want to start investing in Antonio Gibson? I'm going to go with Clyde. Not going to overthink it. I really believe in Clyde this year. Is it possible he would have been available back at the turn? Yes, it is possible. I didn't want to risk it, though. When you really like someone, you have to be willing to reach a little bit. Najee Harris, DeAndre Hopkins, Antonio Gibson, Justin Jefferson, Joe Mixon, A.J. Brown round out the second. J.K. Dobbins, C.D. Lamb, Patrick Mahomes, Darren Waller, George Kittle, and Allen Robinson. Now we're up with the seventh pick in the third round. I believe that means Michael Thomas is available, and we are easily pulling the trigger on Michael Thomas. He could easily finish. Well, that's using easily twice, and we're a sponsored podcast, so we should be more professional. But here we are. I would definitely take Michael Thomas in the third round. He could finish. I almost said it again. He could <laughs> he could finish as the top fantasy receiver in 2019. He finished as a top fantasy receiver by over 60 points, 60-plus 60 point gap between the guy in first, Michael Thomas, and Chris Godwin in second. And the quarterback for Chris Godwin was James Winston, who's more than likely going to be the quarterback for Michael Thomas this year. I'm all in on Michael Thomas in the third round. Love that I was able to get who I think will be one of the top fantasy wide receivers. And I got two stud running backs. Very happy with that. Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Terry McLaurin, Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders round out the third. Really don't like Miles Sanders in the third round there. Wow. Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, DeAndre Swift, and Robert Woods make out the first half of the fourth round. At running back, what are we looking at? Chris Carson, David Montgomery, Mike Davis, Miles Gaskin. I'm comfortable with either Montgomery or Gaskin as my number three back, and I think at least one will get back to me. The receivers available are DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup, Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett. I don't want Lockett or Thielen here, and I think it's a little early for Deontay Johnson. So it's down to DJ Moore or Cooper Cup. I don't, I've never drafted either of these guys this offseason, or I haven't yet. So it's going to be one of these two. The offense will improve for both because both got quarterback upgrades, but that really isn't saying much for Carolina. It is saying more for Los Angeles. And I, I don't know. Because when, when Robbie Anderson was a Jet, he was used the same way that DJ Moore is used in Carolina's system. He was used as a deep ball guy. He's not going to get a ton of receptions. And then last year, he completely flipped the script, and now DJ Moore plays that role. So I don't know what that's going to do. I do believe in DJ Moore as an actual player. I think he's going to be a great wide receiver, super young. But I'm going to go with Cooper Cup here. The number one receiver on what I think is going to be one of the best offenses in the league. Feel comfortable pulling the trigger right there. Wow. Okay. 
after we took Cup with the sixth pick in the fourth round and went Chris Carson, David Montgomery, Josh Allen, Miles Gaskin, Javante Williams, DJ Moore, Deontay Johnson, Brandon Ayuk, Adam Thielen, Kenny Galladay, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Lockett. I am shocked all of those guys went, especially to Javante. That is by far the highest I've seen him in a fantasy pros mock draft. Wow. Interesting. That's not what I expected to happen. But we'll take Mike Davis, the third running back. He's going to get all the carries in Atlanta. He was pretty solid last year. He's a true volume play. He's not one of the most talented backs in the league. But because he's going to be in a pretty good offense and he's going to get probably 80-plus percent of the carries, maybe even more, I'm confident that on a week-to-week basis I could plug him in as a flex just because he has a high floor. He's going to get enough carries and a couple targets a week where at worst you'll get 8, 10 points, and it won't kill your week. But after Mike Davis, we went Lamar Jackson, T. Higgins, Odell Beckham Jr., Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton, Kareem Hunt, Tyler Boyd, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, and Travis Etienne. We're up with the sixth pick in the sixth round. Is a tight end available? TJ Hawkinson is here. We're not considering or talking about anything else. Partly because I'm sick, and this is going to go on too long. Also because he's an absolute steal in the sixth round. Love TJ Hawkinson. Going to be a stud this year. They have nobody else in that offense. DeAndre Swift, but no other receiving, true receiving weapons. After Hawkinson, guess we scared the next team. We took Mark Andrews, then DJ Chark, Devontae Smith. I wish I could get Devontae Smith, but I never put a priority on him. I don't know why. Jerry Judy, Jalen Model. Wow, Jalen, wa- what is happening? I know Jalen Model has gotten some good pub lately, and so has... Uh, guys like Montgomery and, and Javante Williams, but that's crazy. I've been seeing him in like the 13th, 6th round. Wow, and a half PPR. Chase Edmonds, Kyle Pitts, Antonio Brown, Juju, Robbie Anderson, Melvin Gordon, Debo. That's insane that Kyle Pitts went after J- Jalen Model. I really doubt that'll happen in your draft, but we're up with the 7th pick in the 7th round. Will Fuller is here. I've been pretty big on Will Fuller lately. I think that just because he's going to be suspended the first game and the way he ended last year on suspension, it's made people forget about him. But if he would have kept playing last year, let's see. You know, let me let me check real quick. Will Fuller's stats last year were amazing. His I want to see what he was on pace for. He had 879 yards in only 11 games. So do some quick math with the calculator. 879 divided by 11, 79.9, so 80 yards a game. 80 yards a game times 16. I know there's 17 games this year, but usually people mix at least one game. 80 times 16 is 1,280. If he were to finish with 1,300 yards last year, I really don't think he'd be going in the seventh round. I really, really don't. And the Dolphins need separators for Tua. He's not going to fit it in tight spots. He needs guys who are going to create space. That's why they drafted Jalen Waddle because they hope he develops into a Will Fuller one day. So I'm going to take Will Fuller here. I think he's going to be the number one receiver in that offense. I think the offense is going to be better than it was last year. I'm pretty confident in Will Fuller. And either way, I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I like having him. True story. Then Raheem Mostert, Brandon Cooks, James Robinson, Russell Wilson, Dallas Goddard went... Two round out, 
the seventh round. I wish I had another phrase for that, but, you know. I also wish the Jets would win a game, so. Aaron Rodgers, Jarvis Landry, Ronald Jones, Damian Harris, Navishka Chenault. I would probably pull the the trigger on uh, Damian Harris there. But Michael Carter is available. Did not think he'd be here. With all those other rookies like Williams and Waddle going so early, I'm surprised Carter's still available in the middle of the eighth round. I'm definitely taking Michael Carter, not just because I'm a Jets fan. That is fantastic value in the eighth round. I'll take that all day. He'll probably be going in in the fifth or sixth by the time draft day rolls around for most people in mid to late August. The other guy I was considering went the pick after. Curtis Samuel, then Justin Herbert, Michael Pittman, Corey Davis, fellow Jet, Zach Ertz, Jalen Hurts, Marquise Brown, A.J. Green, Michael Gallup, Noah Fant, Devontae Parker, and the GOAT, Tom Brady. Seventh pick in the ninth round. We are up. Mike Williams is on the board. We don't need a tight end. We don't need a kicker or defense. We definitely don't need a quarterback yet. Oh, well, it's 12-team. We actually probably should go quarterback after this. But Michael Michael Williams, yeah, okay. Mike Williams, I think, is a steal in the ninth round. He's had over 1,000 yards before. He's had over 10 touchdowns before. Hasn't been able to put it together in a single season. I don't necessarily think he does that this year. But I could see... 8 to 10 touchdowns and, and close to 1,000 yards. And if you're getting that in the ninth round, you're, you're, you're going to be in a good spot for sure. Let's pray that Ryan Tannehill doesn't go before we're up because we're taking him. He does not. Zach Moss, Tony Pollard, Leonard Fournette, Hunter Henry, Marvin Jones, Jameson Crowder, David Johnson, A.J. Dillon, James Conner, and Rashad Bateman. Wow, David Johnson's falling that far. With the sixth pick in the 10th round, we are definitely going to take Ryan Tannehill. Don't want another team to snag him. I think he's probably the best value you can get in the entire draft right now. Had 29 less fantasy points than Patrick Mahomes last year. Added Julio. And their secondary got worse. So I would expect him to be as good, if not better. Arthur Smith leaving is why I'm not. 100% confident he'll improve, but he's been fantastic in real life, and he's an absolute steal at this spot. Now that we got quarterback figured out, it went Tevin Coleman, Pittsburgh D, Kenyon Drake, Trey Sermon, Jamal Williams, T.Y. Hilton, Gus Edwards, Trevor Lawrence, Devin Singletary, Rams defense, Nicole Hardman, I believe that's how you say it, I always mess it up, and then Marlon Mack before we're up with the 11th pick. Nope, the seventh pick in the 11th round. There we go. Just to recap real quick. So far, we have Zeke, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup, Mike Davis, TJ Hawkinson, Will Fuller, Michael Carter, Mike Williams, and Ryan Tannehill. So what do we need? We probably could use another running back, right? Oh, no, we got Michael Carter. We're okay. Who's available at running back anyway? Naeem Hines, Latavius Murray. No, we're not taking another running back the whole draft. So it's either going to be defense or wide receiver. What do we got going on at wide out? Henry Ruggs is still here. I probably wouldn't take him until the last round, honestly. Russell Gage is here. Darnell Mooney is here. All right, so here's the plan. We're going to take Darnell Mooney in the 11th. We're going to take a defense in the 12th, and we're going to look to get Gage in the 13th. All right, let's see how it goes. That's the current plan. As of right now, Gage is still available. 
Definitely going to have to take a defense or flying off the board. After we took Mooney, it went John Brown, Cole Beasley, Henry Ruggs, Naeem Hines, Latavius Murray, Baltimore D, Indy D, Logan Thomas, Blake Jarwin, Mike Kosicki. Wow. Two defenses and three tight ends. Okay. Defense, Washington football team is still there. We are taking them, get them in pretty much every draft. I love them this year. Some people say they were overrated for last year, but they had a lot of young pieces. I think they'll be even better this year. There's also a lot of drama right before the season for them. They had a lot of offensive troubles, which put pressure on the defense. It was Ron Rivera's first year there. I I feel like there's there's definitely a lot of room for improvement. Another Washington guy goes right after J.D. McKissick, then Daryl Henderson, Elijah Moore, who's going to be a stud, Robert Tanyan, Paris Campbell, Jalen Rager, Alexander Madison, Philip Lindsay, James White, Rashad Penny, Tariq Cohen, and was it Javion Hawkins or something like that? I feel bad that I don't know who he is. Uh, he's a backup running back on the Falcons. I feel like I've seen his name before. Oh, yeah, I got it right. Wow. It's almost like... Uh, have a podcast or something. <sighs> oh, boy. 13th round. Ooh, Gabriel Davis is here, too. Interesting. Russell Gage is who we're going to take here. Love that I can still get him at this pick. I hope his ADP doesn't rise before the draft, although I think it will. We only have two picks left. We're going to get a kicker here and then take a flyer on a wide receiver. Hopefully, Gabriel Davis is still there. We will take him in the last round if he is. After we took Russell Gage with the seventh pick in the 13th round, it went Kenneth Gainwell, Gio Bernard, Tampa Bay D. I believe that's Damian Williams. Sony Michelle, I believe that's Daryl Williams. <laughs> uh, McFarlane, Sterling Shepard, Justin Tucker, and the 49ers D. We're up with the sixth pick in the 14th round. We need a kicker. Uh, Young Hoku, he's a stud. Go with him. I mean, we're doubling up on the same team we got. I mean, we would be either way because we have Clyde Edwards-Alaire too. Whatever. Young Okuza, he's... Yeah. Buffalo D, Salvan Ahmed, Jeff Wilson, Patriots D, Chargers D, Harrison Bucker, New Orleans D, Matt Prater, Greg Zerline, Rodrigo Blankenship, Jason Sanders and Will Lutz. Now we're up with the seventh pick in the 15th round. We got ahead of the curve on kicker, and that allows us to take Gabriel Davis with the last pick in our draft. Only team to take a wide receiver or a non-kicker or defense in the last round. I like to reach and go one round ahead, get ahead of the curve on kicker and defense. I don't like trying to stream that position I'm a lot happier when I don't have to think about those. This is our roster. Ryan Tannehill, Ezekiel Elliott, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup, Will Fuller, TJ Hawkinson, Flex are Mike Davis and Mike Williams, Washington football team and Young Hoku, and on the bench, we got some really good young talent, a lot of guys with a lot of potential. Michael Carter, Darnell Mooney, Russell Gage, and Gabriel Davis. I This is the happiest I've been with a mock draft with the seventh pick. Luckily, you guys got to hear my thought process through it. Hopefully, if you do have the seventh pick, your draft not necessarily ends up like this, but 
It goes as, as well as I believe this one did. There we go. Words. <sighs> All right. I'm completely out of breath. I am exhausted. I'm still sick. I'm looking forward to being done. So let's get to the outro. Thank you all for listening. I truly appreciate it. I really am I'm, I'm very grateful for all the support I've received on here and all the support. Wow. All the support I've received on TikTok as well. The DMs, the comments I've gotten of you're my favorite content creator. You're, you know, I, I would love to create content too one day. Like, you know, what, what should I do for my podcast? Yours is great. Like, there, there are the hate comments and whatever, but the people who listen, support, watch, like, I, I really, I love and appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And I will be back with another episode, Sick or Not, this Wednesday. Peace.